Tonight's gospel reading is from Matthew 28. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord, descending from heaven, came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised. For he has been raised, uh, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples he has been raised from the dead. And indeed, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. So they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them and said, Greetings, and they came to him took hold of his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. Word of the Lord. This church here at House of Mercy, we've centered spiritual practice in our sermons and studies and the art we make and at our community gatherings. These days, in this now, we need a practice. We need a practice to help us encounter, live in, and move through the world in a way that isn't merely reactionary or hopeless. It's hard. It takes practice. We need to practice in a way that isn't merely defensive. We need to move beyond that notion of protecting ourselves for everything coming at us. We need a practice that's like, maybe not defensive, but offensive. An offensive practice, yes. At House of Mercy, we've had a long appreciation for Wendell Berry's poem, Manifesto, The Mad Farmer, Liberation Front which begins with a warning about succumbing to the capitalist corporatizing of culture, the internalizing of consuming the death draggings of the way the world works. It begins, love the quick profit, the annual raise, vacation with pay, want more of everything ready-made, be afraid to know your neighbors and to die, and you will have a window in your head not even your future will be a mystery anymore. Your mind will be punched in a card and shut away in a little drawer. When they want you to buy something, they will call you. When they want you to die for profit, they will let you know. And then it goes on to encourage a quiet rebellion a way to dip a toe into the waters of another way, to splash the surface and send out ripples of primal deconstruction, a confounding uprising of an 
in infiltrating of a resurrected garden. It says, so friends, every day do something that won't compute. Love the Lord, love the world, work for nothing, take all that you have, give it away and be poor. Love someone who doesn't deserve it. Denounce the government and embrace the flag. Hope to live in that free republic for which it stands. Give your approval to all you cannot understand. Praise ignorance for what man has not encountered, he has not destroyed. Ask the questions that have no answers. Invest in the millennium. Plant sequoias so that your main crop is the forest that you did not plant, that you will not live to harvest. And then it comes, finally in the end, to a way of living that seems a little like subterfuge and works like a tenacious hope. As soon as the generals and the politicos can predict the motions of your mind, lose it. Leave it as a sign to mark the false trail, the way you didn't go. Be like the fox who makes more tracks than necessary, some in the wrong direction. Practice resurrection. Today is the day when all who are committed to the possibility of love, who harbor any inkling of hope, who are open theoretically to the prospect of the reconciliation of all our sisters and brothers and the earth we live on, today is the day when we can believe without qualification, the day when we can embrace declarative certainty that the radical mercy of God has prevailed, the love of the creator has penetrated all creation, that all creatures, wide and tall, above and below, have been reconciled. For death has been made non-toxic. The power of death has been taken up in the love, in the Christ's resurrection. So, my brothers and sisters, prone to cynicism, my fellow wide-eyed existentialists, students of historic irony, you are all free. A great cosmic permission has been given. We may all hope. We may all feel real deep dark love for everyone, for everybody. We can be in love. Do it now. We can do it. We can be in love. It has arrived, this love. It's here now. We can be in it. Get in it. Do it now. With me now. Are you ready? Are you ready? Be in love. Be in love. <laughs> Be in love. Are you in it? Can you feel it? I mean, you don't have to feel it if feeling ain't your thing. You know, you can full on affirm it intellectually. That's good too. Come on. Be in love. Close your eyes if you need to. 
Be, be in this love. Open your eyes and look around at all the beautiful people if you want to. Be in love. <laughs> wait, uh, okay, um, all right, um, wait, I'll stop talking. I'll stop talking and then we can be in silence, in love, in this love. Are you ready? Okay, wait, okay, okay. Um, I will be quiet, but let me, um, here's what I think we should do. Say it with me three times, if you want, and then we will just all do it, silent. We will all just be in this love. Okay? Okay? Okay, first just let me say, before we do it, um, I know it's hard. <laughs> I know it's hard to let go of the conditional clauses, phrases, phrases, phases, and these words that precede our declarations of the arrival of the hoped for, unlikely, impossible, beauty of creation in harmony. I know it's hard. It's hard because of uh, like the empirical data we've been collecting for our entire lives to have that sort of uh, hope without some, at least, conditional words, conditional statements set before it. We've learned not to trust open, expressive emotions, especially in group settings. You know, we have a, we have eschewed the positive when it's presented simply it's how we were learned. But I want to tell you something. This is Easter, all right? Okay, this is Easter. And Easter, I mean, that word literally, that word Easter means, it literally means a cosmic permission has been given to free yourselves from all tendencies to temper the unabashed embrace of radical mercy's oncoming rush of gratuitous love. I think that's what it means. I mean, I'm pretty sure, loosely translated. So can you let go? Can we feel it flooding the sanctuary, this love? Can we feel it rising up past our knees, up to our chests, just below our chins? Can we be in love, soak in this love, soak in it until it stains our skins and softens our eyes? Can we be in this love? Okay. Now say it with me three times. Then let's all take a deep breath and go under. Be in love. Be in love. Be in love. 